Welcome to the Sports Epreneur Podcast, the podcast where sports and entrepreneurship collide, a CadSource production. In this episode, I chat with the Managing Director at FitLight Training, Elena Dandrade. Sportsypreneur is a content platform, a collaborative team, and a marketing brand that is all about showcasing leaders and difference makers in and around the world of sports. While we create our own content, we also create content with you. This includes collaborative content and exclusive content for your brand. Think podcasts, blogs, social media, and overall content strategy. Our sports content marketing team is specifically niche for those in the sports industry. That includes sports businesses, athletes, managers, coaches, trainers, entrepreneurs, and business leaders in the sports market. The bottom line is we want to help with your sports-related brand, your content marketing, and your story. Connect with us on Instagram at sportsepreneur or find us online at sportsepreneur.com. Sportsepreneur, the content platform where sports and entrepreneurship collide. FitLight is an advanced wireless light training system. The system is used by some of the top sports teams in the world. Most NBA teams use FitLight, including the Golden State Warriors, New York Knicks, and Toronto Raptors. Premier League clubs like Manchester United and Chelsea are also training with FitLight. And athletes known to use FitLight are Steph Curry, Manuel Neuer, and Erica Wheeler of the WNBA's Indiana Fever. This episode is all about sports tech, game improvement, and brand recognition. So let's get into it and welcome Elena Dandrade. You mentioned Steph Curry in 2015 using FitLight, and you said that's when you kind of got noticed. Is that the story? Yeah. So basically, I think it was right around when I first came on board to the company, Brandon Payne, who is essentially his off-season coach. Accelerate Basketball, they purchased or they acquired the system. And I just saw these videos. I think they're on like NBA Insights stuff or something like that. Of course, like I'm only kind of an intermediate in basketball knowledge, but I saw that and apparently he was obviously a big deal. And I just connected with Brandon myself. He's a great guy. And he just showed me and shared with me all the great stuff they were doing with the lights and said they're a really big fan. And because of that, we were in one of the uh, Steph Degree commercials and also his Under Armour commercial, just because he liked the product so much. So that was really exciting for us. And then that's kind of through different articles of him talking about the training he does, which is like this cognitive load okay. with the lights. Then yeah, that's how kind of things erupted after that, I guess. So Steph's meant he's talking about it. He's given the accolades. Do other athletes or organizations take notice of it? Or have they already reached out? Did that happen behind the scenes? Was it just because it was being announced? Like, where does it take place? Because like, you go to your website and you can see some of the teams you worked with, like New York Yankees and obviously Golden State or Chelsea and Manchester United. Like, when do those clubs, organizations start taking notice of this? Is it because of Steph Curry that it all started kickstarting? It's actually kind of the opposite. Steph made it more, I would say, like mainstream for people who yeah. were maybe like strength and conditioning coaches in maybe universities or colleges or that kind of thing. Because prior to that, the Celtics, for example, was the, was the first NBA team to actually use our system and acquire it. And the Raptors, obviously, as well. And then the some of the premier football leagues, they had it probably way before I was even on board because the company itself became popular first in Europe. Okay. So the, one of the owners is a, a Danish handball player. And obviously, like handball is not a big sport here in North America, but in countries like Germany, Denmark, Sweden, some of the Scandinavian places, it is popular. So just through some of his relationships and some of the relationships that were built over in Europe, then that's how the product got noticed over there. So yes, Liverpool, Chelsea, 
few of those teams. Yeah. And then probably the NBA world is, you know, small and strength and conditioning coaches talk to each other. So I think one mentioned the system to another. And then I think almost every NBA team actually has been has using it. Using. Oh, wow. So it, it's like through this network, it's through these connections that the founder of the business, it sounds like, had had some of these connections and had been working on this tech and someone wants to try it out and they try it out, they like it, they start telling their friends or other... Because like you said, like once you're in the community, in the NBA community, just like if you're in the Premier League community in England, it doesn't take much if it's good to start passing around. It sounds like that's what took place. Like who was the first... Like, was it a handball squad that taken it? Like, where does that start? I mean, it's an amazing story because like now you just said, it's like, I think every NBA team has used it and it's like nonchalant at this point. That's a huge deal. <laughs> it is. I guess from our standpoint, because we don't necessarily get to like talk to everyone or experience like how they're using it or what they're using it for. But in terms of the inventor, he basically wanted a system to train his goalies faster for handball. That was you know, basically premise. So he had this wired system called the octopus because it was lights with uh, wires and it looked like octopus arms, tentacles or whatever they're called. Yeah. Basically, then from there, I met with a Canadian engineer who invested and re-engineered the product to the lights that you see are today with the wireless and everything. So okay. through a lot of the, like I said, the networks that he had established in Europe and other distribution channels that he had already, that's how kind of teams or leagues got notice of it. For example, there's a goalie on FC Bayern Munich. So they just won, I think it's a Champions They just League? won the Champions League. Yeah. yeah. Manuel Nair. Yeah. Yeah. Manuel Nair. Okay. So yeah, I think, yes, it was posted in the Daily Mail in the UK of him using it over quarantine, the R-Lights kind of doing whatever yeah. exercise he was. So obviously, again, that's something that we just kind of found out by accident. So wow. it's good. Yeah. Us. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because we were my son, he's younger and he plays soccer mm-hmm. goalie. So we're watching a lot of these games and he loves Manuel Nair. It's it's so funny to see these things because he's always training. I was just last night, he was at a training session, the different okay. drills that they're doing. And so sports training is so it's like at another level as you watch these kids and these even the professionals at any level, college too, it's insane of what's happening. And then you throw in the tech. Right. Because you've always had the training and that's at another level. And there's a lot of the trainers are being trained. Well, now you throw in the sports tech side of things. Mm-hmm. And it's like what you guys are doing, what Fitlight's doing. And there's a lot of disruption, right? I mean, there's a lot of disruption going on. How do we in disruption from just the tech side of things, but how do we make the players even better? And the players are performing at such an elite level and they're already elite. And you guys are obviously right in the middle of it, which has got to be really exciting, but you're probably constantly having to improve upon your tech and always getting feedback on it. That's a great point. And it's funny you mentioned soccer and training and testing. How old is your son, did you say? He just turned 16. So yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Because for example, last November, December, we worked here with the Juventus Academy in Miami. They have camps that they yeah. run. It's like 300 kids. They came to us and said, listen, we want to gather data from these kids. We want to have maybe five stations, some speed test stations, this station, this station. Can we do it? And we said, okay, let's try, right? I think we did six camps, uh, three hours each, and we did over 300 kids and gathered all the data from different tests that they had. So just that alone, like you said, some of these kids, they started, they were six. Yeah, right? I'm sure. All the way up to their highest level, which I think was about 16, right? So yeah. then you can really see like, okay determine like these are the kids that already are progressing over time or they're really making a difference and that kind of thing. To get that tech in early in these types of camps definitely could improve maybe the sessions, 
Because I know sometimes people say like, oh, maybe my kid didn't get to do this exercise or this exercise, or maybe they didn't get time to do this. But just the fact that it's so efficient, you're not through the tech, the tech is the one gathering the data and it's objective feedback, then it gives the coaches time to actually coach or look at the technique. Oh, wow. Yeah, I can see. I'm just thinking of my... I have two daughters as well. And one of them's still under 10. So like she's nine. And you could just see that type of thing and and the interest that they would have in even being a part of, like you said, of of trying this thing out because it looks like Fit Light Trainer. It looks fun. And they enjoy that activity. So we've talked about the NBA Premier League. We're talking about kids and you guys are collecting data. Obviously, it's for professionals. Is it for kids as well? Like, How do you see that? Last week too, there was an article about tech for kids to use at home and our FitLight was actually featured in it. So yeah, because at the end of the day, any kid that's in any sport, you're looking to improve your hand-eye coordination, or example, or their agility kind of thing. So we do have a consumer product called the Junior that is smaller kid. The lights are the same. The hardware is the same. Just the software functions are a little bit differently. But anytime a kid is training for any sport, you can add any type of uh, stimuli, which is that's what the lights are, visual stimuli, to force them to essentially see something and respond faster. And also, it's like you said, it's fun. Kids love it. Like The kids were so excited to go through the drills and see what their time was and see if they beat their friends and that kind of thing. And because you're just, say, working with your daughters and they can compete against each other or even they want to challenge against themselves. Well, today, this was my time and tomorrow I'm going to beat it. So And then it gets them moving. So it gamifies the kind (laughs) of maybe not being behind like an app, but it allows them to kind of get up and move as well. Yeah, I was just going to use that word gamify. I mean, that's sounds like that's a big part of what it is. And we're gamifying everything nowadays, it seems like. And if because people Mm -hmm. enjoy it, like the self-competition or competition against someone else. So for myself, as an example, because we have people like me out there, how do we get our hands on the FitLight Junior product? So you just go to our website. There's a contact us information and you just send a request for a quote. And then someone from our sales team will reach out and just based on what your needs are, because we have different packages, obviously like the junior is a little bit, it's cheaper per se, but it's still a little bit less than $1,000. And our trainer goes up all the way up to about $8,000. It varies on the type of program you want. But if, for example, if you're a parent, I just want something quick for my kids, then we would suggest to you the Philly Junior. You could just go to our website and do that. Yeah. So it's become more obviously mainstream because you have Steph Curry out there, you have all these different organizations and well then certainly things are going well for FitLight, things are happening. And then the sports world just totally shuts down. And like we talked about before, you've been in Miami for a while now, but you're from Canada, you can't get back to Canada for now. The world's just changed. How does that impact you? Now, here's let me answer this a little bit too. Players are still training. So perhaps maybe this is a good opportunity. So I'll let you take it from there. What happened when COVID comes in and then the NBA one night just completely shuts down? To your point, I think it's a little bit twofold. So one, there's only so many teams. So there's, I don't know how many NBA teams in the league. So once you kind of like maximize that, then you have to kind of go down to, okay, the universities, right? And then maybe the smaller teams. So I think what we did is during COVID is we focused more on the like train at home and what we call like the neurocognitive side of it. Mm-hmm. We did a specific sale promotion that allowed people to access the trainer, which is like the more advanced software at a discount. And we added a lot of what we call this neurocognitive and vision training, which is also huge right now. Everyone has a vision coach or a vision trainer or a sports scientist or a neurocognitive rehabilitation. So 
there's so many facets in that that our product also can feed that need for people. So a lot of the new software is focused on getting your mind right or your brain sharp, as well as the active parts. So you can still train at home and train your brain and you maybe don't have to be as like physically active or have these crazy agility drills, but you can still keep your mind sharp, essentially. Yeah. Well, there's so much that goes into it, right? There's so much all-encompassing with just the vision. And then you're talking about the mental side of things in sports. I mean, it's amazing what these athletes are doing today versus what they were doing, say, 20 years ago to stay on top of their game. Because if they're not doing it, you can bet, like you said, Manuel Nair, the keeper on the other end of it, on the other side of the field is doing it. So they all have to do this thing. So it's all coming back to a lot of times the tech that's in there. We had spoken with Oculo. They're a system though that the club would actually buy and it's a light training system. They go into a dark room and then the ball comes at you and there's different lights going on and and people can recognize it. And with saying that, it's going back again to the tech of it all that's happening at just a rapid pace, no matter what industry that you're in, obviously in sports. So looking at your story, Elena, how did you get into this? So basically, I was in like consumer goods. I used to work for an alcohol company back in Canada. And I went back to school to do an MBA and I, you know, had to do a project on like a small business. So I found Fitlight and basically I said, okay, let me do the strategy project on this small business. And I saw a lot of potential for the business to grow. So I kind of said after I graduated, I thought my parents are both entrepreneurs. Like maybe I should just like pick up and totally change my uh, line of work. I'm not a techie person. I'm not into sports per se. And that was 2014. So I worked at the Canadian office for about two years. And obviously, like you said, especially Florida, we're such a hub for all the spring training and athletes and teams. And we also have a close proximity to South America. So a lot of there's a few South American teams, like I think Corinthians, or that's, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. That and use our system. So I thought Miami would be a great place to move and open an office. And I have family here and I've always loved coming here. The winters in Toronto, I've never been fond of. So that was four years ago now that I've been here. What's really cool with that is so much is being talked about the education system. And you started a project while you're getting your MBA that led to you being at this company now for what, five, six plus years. And that was a door opener for you. If you never got your MBA, chances are maybe you never run into Fitlight. Remember, you never come across that project. So I'm sure you have a perception or a perspective maybe of how it relates to education being important and not only education being important, but going to school and having these opportunities to meet these great companies that are up and coming that maybe you can contribute to. I completely agree. And I think it just depends on the person. Like I'm a very kind of shy, reserved person. And I worked at my old company, Acardi, actually, for I think it was seven or eight years. And I think no matter what, if you get almost like complacent to things and you only see things one way kind of thing. But when I did my MBA, it kind of got me a little bit out of my shell. And also I saw so many different perspectives and ways to apply different business backgrounds and ways to approach different situations, different strategies. Because my group was from all different industries, banking, communications, everyone brought a little bit of different knowledge and experience to the table. And then also from that whole experience, like my group, like we're still great friends. I value that too, just as much as obviously the education. But 
I do think for me personally, the knowledge I gained from that experience, I don't know if I'd be able to manage the US company here. I just grew as a person and I felt more confident in my abilities. So yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about. And I think you said it right, is that it's to the individual. It's what works for you. And then just going down that path and it can go in so many different directions, just like our conversation. Because one of the things we started talking about and going in that different direction is storytelling. And you talk about Steph Curry and next thing you know, he's telling some stories just naturally. And then you're obviously going to want to share a lot of those stories. What is it about storytelling and these types of things to where that's helped spreads the message? Because I think you have other athletes out there on social media, YouTube, as an example, looks like you guys have a big presence on YouTube. Is that a big deal to fit like to have those stories being told? Definitely. Another example is Erica Wheeler. We just started working with her a couple of months ago. And what really impressed me was her story. And also what we're really big on is like giving back to the community. And she has a foundation as well. So I think for us as a company, as a brand, we kind of say, you know, we want to tell a story, but not just a story about our product, not just, okay, here's some lights. You can get faster and think faster. So here are some of the partners that we have and why, and these are some of the things that we did. Another thing, for example, about the, when I said, talked about COVID, the same that sale during stories, I guess, that we want to tell are, we have a little series, try to call Fit Light Family, where we try to feature real people telling their stories that people can relate to. Another example is we had a, two parents who had an autistic child that said for us, when our son used these lights, we've never seen him so happy. We've never seen him so engaged. Share this story with other people when you talk about your product. So those are all stories that the Steph Currys and the high-level athletes, those are wonderful too. But we also like to tell the other side of it. I've seen that in your social media and just in your content in general of the community that you guys talk about. And like you said, it's not just life. It's not just the tech. There's more to it. And it's not just athletes, like you said. And it's in the healthcare community now. And I think that's a big deal and that you share that. Are you seeing that start to play out as well for FitLight where it's getting more into the healthcare community? Definitely. Like I said, there's such a focus on neurocognition, mental health, especially working with people, let's say concussions or TBI, vision. So that's actually a market that we're concentrating on is the healthcare. So we work with a lot of vision doctors throughout the world that use our product. And they, they also gave us ideas of things that we never thought of. So for example, the new software that I was speaking about, like A lot of those were generated from those types of people that said, hey, it'd be great if the lights could do like a Simon Says memory game where someone has to replicate a pattern back. And we thought, oh, okay. (laughs) The lights were originally just used to reaction time. But now if you can do these kind of concentration games and memory games that fire different neurons in the brain, then that's added benefit to the system. Yeah. Those stories are huge. I mean, I would obviously just as I watch it and from our background and just seeing like if we can hear those stories, whether it is the elite athlete or just some everyday player or the kids and the families and their experience with it, seeing that, that's a part like you were talking about before you use the word brand, like that becomes a part of like, we're helping the community in this way, not only from our tech, but just of what we believe in and the stories we want to share and the content that we want to share out there that allows someone like myself or anybody else or different organizations to say they align with us, FitLight aligns with us. And we want to at least entertain the opportunity to have a conversation with them and see how can we bring them into our facility? And oh, by the way, they have great tech too. And so let's take advantage of that. It's clearly working for a lot of different organizations. So 
What do you see going forward from here? I mean, obviously, text changing. We've talked about that a lot. I've mentioned it a lot. Like, where do you see fit like going? Not necessarily in a few years, but like, what are the big projects or perhaps even challenges that you all are working on right now? Well, I think obviously the company's around 10 years old already. And at that time, there was nothing like this on the market. Like, maybe there was one called the Batak. And that was like a big kind of stationary system with the lights where you had to physically hit them. And it wasn't mobile. So there was some limitations to the system. So now I think it's what we say, like getting through the noise. There's a ton of competitors out there. Our system isn't for everyone too. It's really complex in terms of like training and things that you can do. So I think it's continuing to differentiate ourselves from the other competitors and showing people the value that our product has. Yes, it's an investment, but there's a reason why. You know, yeah. people, like I said, there's teams that Chelsea has had their t- system for probably nine years and they're still using it. And then the other thing would be created additional value for a customer. So maybe through specific programs, let's say you're a soccer coach and you just want, I want 10 amazing soccer drills. So creating content that's specific to that individual or that industry or that niche within sports within healthcare, depending on what the user wants. So those are kind of our focus right now. It's all very focused and you use the word niche and and it's not for everybody. And that's right. You're not trying to create a product that's going to the masses and people are aware of it and are intrigued by it. But the end user of someone who's actually going to purchase it, it's for a specific type of person or a group or trainers or, or what have you. And you're getting out there and telling those stories. So I think that's amazing. And what's the best way? Obviously, a Fitlight, your website. So what's your website? What's the best way they can get a hold of people at your company and yourself? So our website's uh, www.fitlighttraining.com. And like I said, there's a request or quote button so they can fill it out and one of our sales rep will contact us and obviously follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, message us on any of those platforms and one of our representatives will reach out to you immediately. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, this tech is very exciting. We have to continue to pay attention to it. It's like every day you're watching stuff and it's been cool (laughs) because you can watch behind the scenes of different athletes today because they're showing more of their stories and athletes are sharing their stories. They have a platform and I think that's very important that they use that platform in the best way possible and people can take that however they want to take it. But you're getting to see their regimens behind the scenes of how they stretch and how they train and there's a trainer and then, oh wow, there's the Fitlight trainer that they're using and it's like, oh, what's that? And, And I think that's a big part of it and I think... That's what you guys are all about, right? I mean, it's the tech, it's the branding, it's the community, and it is using the platform and helping these athletes just continue to get better. I mean, it sounds like at the end of the day, FitLight is about helping athletes and people in the community just become better at at what they do and at their craft. So it's awesome. Yeah, no, for sure. Like our kind of tagline is move, measure, motivate. So that's what we want to do. We want to enhance people's experience of training, whether it be on a basketball court or whether it be in a physiotherapist's office. We want to make it a little bit more engaging, a little bit more fun for any user that comes across it. So... Well, it comes across when I see it, the content. We talk about Erica Wheel and you see her video. It comes across that people are enjoying it. It's great to talk to you about this. I'm excited to just to continue watch what Fitlight does. And I appreciate your time, your information, and all the stories that you bring and the tech. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for your time today. It was a pleasure speaking with you. One of my favorite things about our Sports Epreneur content platform is the opportunity to chat with amazing people in and around the world of sports. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. If you want to connect more, hit us up on Instagram at sportsepreneur. 
Thank you for listening to this CadSource production, the Sports Epreneur Podcast, the podcast where sports and entrepreneurship collide. Mm-hmm.